Welcome to Salem the Podcast. We are your hosts and favorite Salem tour guides. My name is Sarah Black. And I'm Jeffrey Lilly. And we've got a somewhat casual episode in store for you today. In a break from our regularly scheduled program, uh, we are going to be talking about Dead Hot. We did get a couple of requests from listeners uh, as soon as the trailer was uh-huh. released for this quote-unquote documentary. Yeah. Um, but it's basically a doc that follows Vanessa Hudgens and her friend Gigi McGree to Salem. Yeah, so one of the reasons that we are actually covering, other than like people were interested, um, is, you know, obviously we talk about Salem and Salem history and how people interpret that and the people who come on tours and, you know, the legacy that people have left here and why they think what they think. And we've talked about paranormal and ghost hunting and witchcraft and all that stuff. And so something that's now like going to be part of people's Salem experience, we thought we would uh, give our two cents on. Maybe some people's experience. I don't know how far-reaching this movie is going to be, but I would be curious to hear what you guys think as well. So if you do have thoughts or comments on the documentary, please send us an email. Uh, leave If you're a Patreon member, leave a comment on the Patreon when this drops. Yeah, because we also recorded us watching it. Yes, uh, we do have a live watch. Well, it was live. Yeah. It is recorded. Uh, so that'll be ready to go for all the Patreon members tomorrow. Uh, so if you haven't seen you can hear it in the background, uh, but you can also just follow along, uh, watch it on your own TV and see, see some of our uh, our reactions. Some of some of it was fun. Yeah. No, I, I somewhat enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 And uh, there were commercial breaks and stuff. So we, you get our little two cents yeah. intermittently throughout. But before we get into the deep dive of uh, Dead Hot... We've got uh, some stuff to some, chat some about. Stuff. How how was your weekend, Sarah? Well, actually, I think we should do um, tour time and then Patreon. And then, oh, okay. Actually, let's do Patreons first. Okay. Patreon shout outs. Patreon shout outs. First on the list today, we have Holly. Just Holly. We've got a lot of the, the just names. I like it. Thank you so much, Holly. And then a big thank you to. Amy Speroni. Thank you, Amy. And following Amy, we have a Tamos Crow. I saw that and I was like, that sounds like a wizard name. Indeed it does. And Crow is spelled with a K. It is. And lastly, thank you to Lauren Luzardi. I know. I know her. Oh, you do? Yeah. She local? Yeah. Nice. Cuts my hair. Oh, that's... Yeah. Very good. We still yeah. have to shave ice we into do. your head, by the yeah. way. I think now that the weather's nicer, it was like nice and then it got like real nasty for a couple weeks. We owe the Patreons yeah. this. We'll, we'll get done the next couple weeks. But yeah. Did you order your orange sweatpants? <coughs> no, you have not. Okay. Well, we got to get those first. Yeah, I got, I got all the rest of it. Cool. And you didn't like the original ones I got? No, because they didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll take care of that today. Um, and get that out in a couple of weeks because that's something we got to do. And it'll be nicer now that it's nicer out. We won't be like sitting in the cemetery being like. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it makes more sense too. I think there were still leaves on the tree technically in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, so. not snow on the ground. Exactly. Yeah. So again, thank you to our Patreon subscribers. We love you. We couldn't do this without you. And we hope that all the Patreons enjoy the live watch we did with of, of Dead Hot. And if anyone wants to be a part of that, Go to SalemThePodcast.com and jump on the bandwagon. All right. We got tour time. You got anything? I'm thinking. Oh, I, I had I had a uh, listener and Patreon on ah, the tour. Very nice. On Friday. Cool. Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. Um, I came up and I was like, oh, you know, you do the name thing. And she yep. was like, uh, Emily. I was like, okay. And I saw the name and I was like. You're like, I recognize this name. I know you, Shifty. (laughs) And I was like, oh, it's great to meet you and et cetera. Very uh, cool. M. Harwa. M. Harwa. Yes. And uh, she was sad that she missed your tour. but I hope she didn't sign up for it. No, no, no. Okay, good. They they did not. Although I think, I think. Because I was not here this weekend. Let me, hold on. Yes. Okay. I was was right. Uh, You guys uh, switched places this weekend. 
Oh shoot, she's from She's from Nashville. Holy crap, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. That's I was weird. I was like, Oh, you can't take Sarah's store, she's not here. And like, oh right. And I was like, Yeah, she's in Nashville. And she was like, We're from Nashville. And I was like, Oh, you guys just, just traded for the weekend. And she was like, Why is she in Nashville? That's so bizarre. <laughs> How fitting. It was a small world. I was like, I, I knew there was like a thing. I was in Nashville for my sister's bachelorette party or the Bach party, I should yes, say. Remember, because as, as you've been, yes, yes, there was no powdered wigs. Sorry uh, to say, I did okay. not get my hands on them. But... Should I just like message Lynn Manuel Miranda and be like, "Yo, you got any extra?" Oh yeah, let me just do yeah. that. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that they would love <laughs> to uh, offer those up for some Nashville shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. We did see, I can't tell you how many bachelorette parties we saw. We counted one night while we were out. I think we hit 18 and then we just stopped. But I, I mean, if you're standing and you just kind of do a little circle 360, they're everywhere. Where was, the, was there uh, themed? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, the best one. There was a batch party dressed as different Britney Spears, <laughs> like eras, okay. you know? So, uh-huh. oh, so good. That's so, pretty good. Baby one more time, slave for you. Oops, I did it again. We saw one with a bunch of wigs on, like colored wigs. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of cowboy hats. I wore a cowboy hat. I saw. It was great. It really was so much fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll chat about that for a couple minutes, actually, because I'll tell you what. I was, like, looking around. It's like, this feels like Halloween in Salem. Like, obviously, Nashville is much, much larger. Uh-huh. But the atmosphere... And the way that it is just all happening almost felt like it Halloween. It looked like you guys were just in the street and Dude, out and about. And- they shut down the streets just because. Like, you know how we shut down the streets on Friday, Saturday, Sunday oh. on, a, on an October weekend? Yeah. Maybe, depend- if it's getting busy enough. Maybe, depending on how busy it is. They shut down the streets, like, from what I can gather, every Friday and Saturday. It's crazy. It was wild. It felt like a block party. It was just so many people, so many amazing bands, uh, incredible live music. It was just such good vibes. It was very clean as well. I cannot imagine. Obviously, October is wild here. Right. And we all have to deal with that. And it's it can be rough on the locals. I cannot fathom what it's like to live. In, that, in downtown Nashville? Yeah. And do that every day or be a service worker, like in the service industry, be a bartender. I'm sure they make loads of money, but to do that every single weekend, we get one, maybe two months of it. Mm -hmm. And obviously summer is somewhat busy, but nothing compared to October. They, I tried to like see if there was a downtime and it does look like they get a little bit of a dip uh, around the holidays, like post holidays. But for the most part, it's busy all year round because the weather's nicer. And I saw last year, they saw 14.4 million people come into the city. That's 14 times as many people as we get in October. Yeah. Yeah. That's So that's an October every, every month. month. Crazy. I, I think, you know, that might contribute to like people's misunderstanding of Salem, right? Because... Like if they only come in October, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if they've ever been to somewhere like Nashville, uh, and I'm sure there's other places like New Orleans, you know, places where you can go where it's a more part. We're tiny in comparison, and we're not built for it because we have, you know, all the snow and everything else, right? We don't have the parking capabilities. We don't have the traffic capabilities. We don't have the hotels. We don't have the hotels. So we're like trying to accommodate that level of stuff just for one month. So everything in the city has to shift to accommodate that where in which that's their norm. Yeah. Our, our norm is not that. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. It was a weird look at a different tourist city. It definitely reminded me a bit of this town and what we see in October. Mm-hmm. But of course there's a lot more space and drinking and drinking. Because you can drink in public. Yes, you can, as long as it's, as it's in a plastic cup. <laughs> my my brother got in trouble for that once. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the fine, but da- uh, down in Nashville. No, in Key West, Florida. Ah, uh, it's like the same thing. And he had like I think it was like a beer can, and like the police were giving him, and he wasn't even like in the downtown area. He was just like hanging out 
like maybe like by the beach or something and they start like giving him a hard time and he's like so if i just poured this in a plastic cup i'd be fine and they were like well you're not gonna do that now are you and i get i think he got arrested what yeah yeah which one don't worry about it tell me <laughs> tim it's <laughs> funny I, I think that's how the story goes i might need some confirmation on that yeah. Oh, oh, actually, I was going to say no one got arrested, but my oh. my future brother-in-law almost did. What 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 do you, what do you... So there was like 14 or 15 of us right, because it you was, both went together. Yeah, it was both the groups um which fabulous bridal parties that wedding is going to be a riot. That's in June? July 1st. Okay. So my future brother-in-law, his name is Colin. And he's just a funny guy, just all around good human being. We're all walking towards this bar. We get inside, you know, they got to check your IDs at the door. We're inside. Some of us are getting drinks. It's very busy, very loud. We're looking around. We're like, where's Colin? Where's Colin? And how did we lose him? You know, he's the groom. And he is also one of those people that would wander off or maybe would chat with a random stranger or would get distracted by something and just follow that. And we can't get a hold of him. And he's they're getting like these cryptic messages, text messages from him, like phone won't work or can't use my phone. It's like, what's going on here? We finally find him. He had been at the back of the group and a cop grabbed him. And oh, I feel so bad. I guess he tried to shout our names and like shout towards us and no one heard him. So we just kept walking and he's like, help, help. And the cop brings him into the back of the car and says, do you have any priors for shoplifting? He's like, shoot, I had to like think about it a little bit. Like, no, no, I don't think so. Did I actually get in trouble when I was 17? Right, right, exactly. And he said, okay, well, we're, we're going to watch this video for a second here. And the cop pulls up a video of a man in some store downtown taking things and walking out. And poor Colin's like, well, that does look like me, but it's not <laughs> me. <laughs> and uh, the police officer, like, he said, yeah, you know, I don't think this is you. But gave him a hard time and was in, he was in the back of the car. And he got detained, technically. And he was all riled up and kind of shaken when he got yeah, back. Yeah, I would not yeah. have been. Isn't that wild? Poor guy. I'm totally going to talk about it in my maid of honor speech. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, remember that time that uh, You're like, Colin you know, almost you got see, you arrested? You seem like a good guy, but, you know, I've heard he got a record for shoplifting. <laughs> Um, we're just, we're not a hundred percent okay with that sort of behavior in the family. You know, I, I'm going to give you a second chance. Love it. <laughs> um, we rode some bowls. That was fun. How did, were, were your special pants? Yes. I uh, wore leather pants yeah. to try to like improve the grip. You, you said you'd been watching like YouTube videos. I on. did watch YouTube videos <laughs> to prep. I wanted to make sure that I, I had all the tips and tricks uh-huh. under my belt before I got on that thing. And I did well. I lasted like a whole minute, which I think is pretty good. I, I don't know, but that sounds good. And uh, we also went and saw the Parthenon, which was cool. It was probably like the only quote unquote historic thing that we did, which is in itself just a very random thing to visit. Uh For those who don't know, there is a replica, like a full-size replica of the Parthenon, as in the Parthenon in Greece. There's one in Nashville as well. It was put up for the centennial celebration of the statehood of Tennessee, 1897, I believe. Why? It was the era of the world's fair. You know how we talked about those types of things? So it's kind of like a, and I'm sure there was some Egyptian and Greek revival going on. This is when people are putting columns on their houses, you know, it's the Victorians. Yeah, no, the, uh, the world's fair is always weird. You see like all the pictures of it and you're like, where'd all the buildings go? Have you ever seen stuff like that? Mm -hmm. And they were fake. They were all fake. Yeah, like they, just the, like the facades. Yeah, or they yeah. weren't built to last. They were like huge structures that were just like never like designed to last more than just the fair. Yep. And you're like, oh, well, that's weird. It was it was very neat. It was totally worth going in. Uh, it was very humbling to like be in the presence of it. I know it's not the actual Greek one, which was probably way cooler, but it was 
it was definitely um, an experience. And then while we were there, uh, I don't follow these people, but I know that they're super popular. So I'm sure a couple of our listeners know of them. Are you kidding TV? It's those videos where it's two guys and one of them has like a sign. Oh, and it's and like, like five bucks for the first per- or like a yeah, hundred bucks for 100 the first bucks person. Or like, yep. Okay, yeah, I've seen some TikToks on that. So we're walking through the side of the Parthenon. We get to the other side to like enter into the museum because there's an art museum in it. And then my sister and one of her bridesmaids just book it through the grass like, oh my God, it's those guys from TikTok. And I had never seen them before. So we run right up to them and the sign says, give us your car for 24 hours and you get $1,000. So... They called up one of the dudes, and dude brought the car. He brought the keys. They swapped off, and there we go. So that'll be. You got to keep. You got to like find the the TikTok. Yeah, I think it's supposed to go up in a couple weeks. Okay, but yeah, how funny is that? Crazy. What did they do in the car? I think they they took it to get detailed. Okay, and, and then they took it to a drive-in movie. Okay. Yeah. That that seems nice enough. Yeah. So if you see a guy named Jose who gave his car over to these two dudes in a few weeks. That was one of our bridal party members. What do you What do you do with the cash? I don't know. Okay. I was hoping he'd buy us all a round of drinks, but I don't, I don't think that happened. Wow. I know. I know. Okay, Jose. Okay, Jose. <laughs> Thanks, bro. It was super fun, though. It was, it was just a cool experience. And then last thing I wanted to mention, you had given me some stickers to bring down in Asheville. Yeah, yeah. I will say that city is very clean. There wasn't like a lot of sticker. Yeah. No, you walk through Salem and backs of signs. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Or in certain bars in town. So I, and I will admit it was, there was sensory overload. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't really looking, but I did pass along some of our stickers to one of the other bridal party members because he is a huge fan. Oh, did he, did he know? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but I for I had forgotten. Okay. Because he might not have known. Like, that would be True. a coincidence. Yes. That like. But possible, right? Yeah. That like his friend's sister. Sorry, his friend's fiance's sister is the co-host of a podcast that he likes. Yeah. No, he definitely knew. Okay, so he's okay. actually he's on my sister's side. Okay, um, okay. Both him and his girlfriend are on my sister's side, best friends from high school. Uh, his real name's Tyler, but they call him Dobby. So shout out to Does Dobby. He no, he does not have big ears. Funny nose? Nope, not a funny nose. Is, his is last name's himself? Dobson. Oh. So they call oh. him Dobby. Yeah, I so was, okay. big shout out and lots of love to Dobby. But We can give him a sock. Well, that's a good... <laughs> nice. Touche. We should get Salem the podcast socks. I'd wear them. So I gave him the stickers. Okay. It was so funny. I had heard that he was listening to the podcast, like, at the beginning when we first started. Like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. And he had made a comment to my sister about how he planned to buy some merch when we release merch, bring it to the wedding so I could, like, sign it. Of course, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so flattered. And so we're all in the Airbnb together. And out of nowhere, he's like... So this is kind of like surreal to me, but I'm like standing in the presence of one of my favorite podcasters. It's <laughs> like, whoa, you still listen? He's like, I, I'm a little behind. It's like, it's okay. People are always afraid to tell me they either don't listen or they're behind. Yeah. It's like, it's okay. Uh, it's every week. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot for us. I'm sure it's a lot for you guys too. Yeah. So I gave him the stickers and it was just really fun. He was like asking questions about the pod and. Yeah, it was cool. Thanks, Dobby. Yeah, thanks, Dobby. All right, I think that's enough of my Nashville shenanigans. We should take a trip down there sometime because it was... To- oh, and I stopped at Dinosaur I World on the, the way di- back. I saw that. So I had uh. flown to Michigan, and then we drove down to Nashville and then drove back up to Michigan because it was just cheaper for me to do that than flying to Nashville. So my best friend and I, who also joined me on the trip... We stopped in Cave City, Kentucky at Dinosaur World. They have 150 life-size dinosaurs. And um, I 
some of those were not anatomically correct. Like it just, it was rough, but it was so (laughs) worth it. It was so worth it. Good old uh, Americana. Yes. Side side show's not the right word. Um, It felt like one. Yeah, no, the the road. road, Roadside attraction. Thank you. I would totally not go back, but, (laughs) but I would. I'm definitely more apt to stop at the weird things now because it was, we passed, we passed a pocket knife museum. I saw your, your story and your, there was like eight things and bizarre things. Yeah. I would, to be fair, I was like, she just passed all these and didn't stop. Right. I was like, why, why didn't you stop? But I guess you had a time schedule and you, we were trying to get down, but we knew we would pick something for the way back. Back. So we chose the dinosaurs, but Uh it was between that and the pocket knife museum. But they also had a Corvette museum that we passed that, that was huge, like a racetrack with it too. You could see literally hundreds of Corvettes outside and I'm sure they had a bunch inside uh, on top of that. And then the bicycle museum of America, like not just the bicycle museum, bicycle museum of America. So roadside attractions are a, are a treasure in this country, especially in yeah. the South Yeah, or the Midwest. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, cause we, we have some here, uh, but like you just winter makes things very un, unsustainable. Definitely. Have you ever, have you ever been to South of the border? No, but I know of it. Uh, it's probably the most disappointing attraction. So I think it's South of the border. I think it's, in is it in South Carolina or is it in Georgia? It's over the border in one of the east uh, east coast southern states, but yep. they advertise for miles. You're coming down ninety five, and it's south the border ninety eight point six miles. South the border ninety four miles. South the border. What's in, in it? Ni- it's like it's like a, uh, a shitty little restaurant, I think, um, a gift shop, and then like some little attractions. And it was like, nah, nah. I, I was expecting like a, I don't like a know, theme park, like a, yeah, like a Disney, like a yep. carousel, like a boom. And it was just like, womp, womp. I was like, oh. Well, FYI, if anyone's interested in seeing some outdated dinosaur, poorly made dinosaurs. They have three locations, oh. not just Kentucky, wow. but they got one in Texas and Florida. So get on that. <laughs> uh, all right. Enough. Okay. On to dead, more crazy shenanigans. More crazy shenanigans. See, like we said, it's going to be a laid back episode. Oh, okay. Uh, so we are talking about dead hot. Uh, you can find it on Tubi TV. And I believe that's uh, the only place you can watch yeah. it. Yeah. And it is a documentary. I don't know. What what do you even call it? I think we would call it a documentary technically. Okay. Of uh, Vanessa Hudgens, who I'm sure you're all familiar with, and her friend uh, Gigi, who's a musician uh, and DJ. And they just basically film their time coming to Salem. Now, I remember when she visited. Do you? No, I, I don't think I had any idea. Like... I'm trying to remember it, and I, I don't. Well, I don't think, you don't usually find out until after the fact, yeah, right? Because you don't want to release your location. But a lot of times, like I remember when um, the the young woman from uh, Hocus Pocus 2, the, the girl, the star, came to Salem, and I think she took Tom's tour. Oh. And, you know, when whenever Adam Sandler's here, like you hear about it, right? Uh-huh. I don't think that I had even heard about her coming here until this. And I was like, how'd I miss that? I, the only reason I remember, well, A, I was actually giving a tour that night and it disrupted my tour. But B, she had gone to Rockefeller's and posted like a picture with the owner. So that's kind of, everyone's like, oh, what's going on downtown? That's, mm-hmm. we all figured out, oh, Vanessa Hudgens is in town. So I had been, I was giving a tour And I stop in front of Rockefellers like most of us do. And there's just these huge, maybe like three huge black, like they look like security vehicles, like big SUVs. And they're like some men. And I thought maybe, maybe there's just like a wedding going on or something like that, you know? Could be a private uh, escort service is not the right (laughs) word. I know what you mean Um. though. I know. (laughs) Uh. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a pri- yeah, like say it was a private escort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. I don't know what the word is. Yeah, I was like, yeah. uh, are you guys just like staying there? And I'm going to post up right here and give my tour. That cool? Okay, cool. Like, yeah. it was very yeah. awkward and in the way. They blocked the whole view. But, yeah, that was that was the day. And then come to find out that Vanessa Hudgens was in town. And I had heard along the grapevine that she was doing a quote-unquote documentary uh-huh. or some type of witchcraft movie. So to see it actually come out was somewhat exciting. You know, who doesn't love some Salem content? I know you all do. <laughs> and we do. We live here. So I think towards the end of the the video uh, or the, our, our watching of it, uh, we, we both came to the conclusion we were in about four uh, out of 13 witch hats. Is that about where you still sit after a couple of days? Yeah, I'd say 3.5 to 4. Okay. I don't think I'll watch it again. No. But I would tell people if you're looking for a Salem fix mm-hmm. and some just entertaining things, thing to put on in the background go ahead yeah yeah give it a whirl i'd give it a watch i would say it was not not worth my time i think my biggest problem with it is that it for the majority of it it felt like it was two things in one which is probably what we're going to be talking about a lot yes and before we move into the actual setup of the documentary i did want to mention that it got a 5.4 on i am DB. I always say it wrong, so I want to make sure I had it right. <laughs> yes, on IMDb. Uh, so a 5.4 and the description. Is that, is that out of 10? Yeah. That's, okay. They don't do 13, which I, I'm just making there. sure it's out of 10. Like, yes. just so we're on the same. 5.4 okay. out of 10, which is actually isn't that bad. Because like Goodreads, I think, is out of 5. Oh, guys, you said 5.4, so never mind. But like sometimes we be like, like talking about Goodreads, they're like, oh, like a solid four stars. I'm like... Oh, right. And our reviews are out of four. So you just need to. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And the description reads, Dead Hot follows Vanessa Hudgens and Gigi McGree in Salem as they set out to learn about witchcraft, ghost hunting, and connecting with the spirit world. Which is not inaccurate. That's that's pretty much what they did. Yes. So full credit, I think, uh, to their outfits. I think. Oh my gosh, the matching <laughs> outfits never got old. <laughs> the the con- every new day was another either uh, nearly identical. They, they they had like matching matching jackets and stuff. Uh, they also had like coordinated so black top, white top, white pants, black pants, and like they were. It was it, some great hats in there too. Yep. yep some yeah. Some questionable hats, <laughs> uh, but uh, jewelry, nails, uh, make they 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 looked great. They looked the part. They they did. Um, although I think one time I was a little critical of her friend because uh, I don't think what she was wearing. She uh, was literally in lingerie. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and I was like, so I guess we we go sun lingerie now. And Sarah's like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Which about uh, I may say halfway through. Maybe three quarters of the way through, I looked over you and I was like, we need to go ghost hunting. We should I, do this. And I was like, when I say I was like, I've been waiting for you to ask that and I was hoping you wouldn't. <laughs> uh, but we, we do know some paranormal investigators in the city. Maybe perhaps we'll uh, conscript Dr. Vitka to, to take us on a. Yes. I, I was I was thinking after this and I'll, I'll, I'll say it uh, on the air. Um, maybe. Uh, we can get permission from the Peabody Essex Museum to go into the Gardner Pingree House. Yeah, right. I don't, There's I'm, no way. I'm just saying you gotta, you gotta, and ghost hunt in there. I'm just saying. <sighs> I wonder if they would we, let three tour guides go in. Exactly. Because we respect the history. Exactly. And we got some connections at the PEM. Exactly. All right. Let's add. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even tease me. That would be incredible. Even if it's not there, I think we should at least do it once just for the experience. Because mm-hmm. I grew up watching those ghost hunting shows like Taps. Oh, God, I love Taps. Ghost Hunters. Like, I'm ready. I'm so ready. Maybe uh, 10 Federal. Dude, shut up. 
<laughs> How do you think we're going to get in there? It's just an office building. You can just go in. I know, but like at night. Oh, okay. Well. it has All of this has to be done at night. Why? What do you mean why? It's the witching hour. Oh I don't know. God. And we should do it today. It's Beltane. Dude. It's a little bit of short notice. Whatever. We'll just sneak in. We'll sneak in through the same window that the Crown and Shield brother did. Yes. Yes. No one will ever know. Can you imagine we get like, like, hoist, I'll, I'll like hoist you up. Like, you can like get on my shoulder. Uh, but yes. See, see, now they're listening and be like, no, they cannot do that. Yeah, no. And now if anyone breaks into the Gardner Pingree house, they're going to come to us. Who's still on the podcast? I'm like, screw you guys. Anyway, um, so where were we? <laughs> Ghost hunting. Yes. Uh, so this little documentary is half of them ghost hunting professionally, right? So they had the equipment, they had the, 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 they had some, <laughs> I was going to say they had professional equipment and then they also had some, some other stuff. Yeah. Dowsing rods. Oh, love, which love a good douse. I think Jeff dowsing. wanted to poke his own eye out with. Uh, <laughs> I hate, I hate dowsing rods. Um, so you got the ghost hunting and then I think the other half you could say is like their witchcraft journey yeah so it's uh definitely a very respectful and educational and in- insightful into the practices of, of of modern wiccans uh they that's a bold statement i think well they, they came to town looking for they, they they didn't come with like presumptions and we know everything no right? they, they contacted uh local covens and local witches uh, who you know own and operate you know actual stores and actual uh, practice practitioners of the religion, and spoke with them and learned from them and uh, involved themselves uh, mostly seriously in uh, those people's rituals and beliefs. Okay, that's fair. I was a little surprised because as Vanessa was talking about it, like at the beginning, you know, you hear her commentary and from what I had read and from what I understood going into this, she's been into witchcraft for years. I mean, there's many of us that, you know, when we're, I think I bought my first witchcraft book when I was like 12. Right. Hit it under your bed. And I hit know. it, bottom drawer, actually. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I hit it in my bottom dresser drawer because I was like, if my parents ever find this, they're going to like think I'm crazy and I'm going to be in trouble. Um, So, uh, you know, we're all into it at some point Mm -hmm. usually, but I had assumed that she was well-versed or had some understanding of real Wicca witchcraft, but she was very, um, very new to it. And, and I, I respected her approaching it from a, I mean, she, her and her friend were a little goofy and a little silly, the whole time, right? So they, they were on no more goofy and silly when in those scenarios than in others. Yeah. Right? So, like, part of me is, like, they're not really taking it seriously. Uh, but I'm, like, they weren't taking any of it seriously. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I think you're also, you're in Salem. And you yeah. want to have fun and you want to dance and you want to sing. And they were they were very excitable. Yes. Uh, and uh, very, they riled each other up easily. Right, like in a, they they fed off each other's positive energy, like a lot. Definitely. Well, yeah. So you're yeah. you're in Salem you're with your best, best friend. friend, and you're like, we're going ghost hunting. They're having a great time, uh, excitable. So uh, I I think that added. Afterwards, I was thinking, I was like, I think they took it seriously. They were just excitable about it, yes. which then at times made it seem like they were just blowing it off. But I think for the most part, they were very uh, respectful of the practitioners and and what they were learning here some practitioners that we know yes. in fact that was that i think is the coolest part is if you love salem especially if you don't live here mm-hmm. and you just want to see the city through this lens yeah you know you you're going to recognize tons of different locations you'll see them go into pentagram yep. which was neat uh they went. spoke directly with leanne yep. from pentagram they went and visited christian day and his husband brian uh so that was entertaining to watch they went to ascend uh talked to a witch over there whose name i they got a reading yeah, by him yeah yep so they they went into actual salem locations and spoke to actual witches uh 
But then they also were like ghost hunting on top of that. Which... And I will, I will also say that they weren't in Salem the whole time either. Oh, oh. We, we were trying to figure out. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out where it was. I, I looked for like. You looked? Yeah. And you couldn't find it? No. Okay. So they it... stayed at an Airbnb and it was this like beautiful, almost farmhouse vibe. Yeah. And it looked so much like Danvers. It said on the outskirts of Salem is how it was described. But I'll tell you what. Salem does not have that type of farmland. Not, and it was like acres. So it, we were, we were thinking, uh, it might be, uh, and like when they were driving into Salem, uh, so they had like the the cameras in the cars, and so you could see outside. And I was like, both of us were more concerned with like where are they mm-hmm. <laughs> than what they're talking about. Uh, but the landscape looked like it was north of here, like Ipswich, Essex, possibly Beverly Farms, Beverly Farms, yeah, exactly. Uh, so they did not stay in Salem, uh, whatever. And there was a lot of a lot of their driving around because they drove themselves in like a big van. Yeah, uh, a lot of those shots were open fields out the window, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, if anyone sees this, just FYI, it's not what you're going to be you're, surrounded you're not by. Find that almost anywhere in Salem. No, I think one of the biggest reasons why people wanted us to watch this and respond to it was because if you saw the trailer Uh there is a specific line uh that vanessa hudgens says and i wrote it out specifically so i don't get this wrong let's let's have it she says so many women were killed because of such a pure thing that they were practicing as a sisterhood so I think both of us, I had shown you the trailer uh-huh. and people had tagged us on it. Like I watched, I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm going to throw it on uh, immediately. And I, I heard that line and I was so irked, like so irritated. Like you've got to be kidding me. Please tell me someone told these two that no one killed during the witch trials was a witch. Mm-hmm. And definitely not the type of witch that we see in Salem today. I will say that at the beginning of the doc, she does say, she does admit, we know these people weren't witches. Yeah. So I don't know if that was like backtracking, like maybe she had said that statement, you know, casually in the course of this experience. And then in the editing room, they're like, oh, shoot. Like, we got to fix that. And so on the opening uh, remarks, she says, she mentions, you know, we know these people weren't witches. But that other line still comes through later on in, and, the, in the movie. So and it's probably one of those things that I, I don't know how these things work. The, the trailer is probably going to reach more people than the people who are actually going to sit down and watch it. Right. Right. So the greater takeaway is that line, uh, which is just historically in in inaccurate uh, like wickedly historically yeah, like, like, inaccurate um and one of the things that always bothers me about that idea is it it so innately takes away from the the actual problems that were going on and, mm-hmm. and the actual people who were suffering under whatever conditions they might be right that there was th- this fallacy exists and, and, you know, by propagating that narrative, you're taking away from all these other, you know, hardships and suffering that people are actually suffering. And oftentimes people, while doing that, will equate witchcraft back then with witchcraft today, yeah. which is just wrong. Like, you're it's like, just not, no, again, no. not accurate yeah. at all. Because, like, you know, to, uh, today, uh, and if you, if you watch the... the the documentary there are several rituals they, they do meet in the woods there are you know uh chants and, and, and prayers and things um and of course no one was doing that uh in the 1600s uh and if they were which they weren't but the idea was that they were all doing it in their spectral form anyway for the most part uh so they weren't even gathering in and the that group. was after signing their name in the actual devil's book that the actual devil had given to them like yeah <laughs> It's just not there. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's a a misconception that we are going to battle probably forever. Yeah. In Salem, because 
a lot of people don't know. But I, I think she got it right in the end. Uh, so good. Yeah. Uh, and she looked like she, it seemed like she walked away with a better understanding of modern witchcraft. Yeah. And she had talked about how she wanted to find a coven in LA, in California, um, and hopefully find other like-minded people over there so she can continue her practice. So that was kind of neat. Yeah, there, there was definitely uh, some self-actualization and, and self-realization. And, you know, it's always that work on self idea. Sort yeah. of, uh, a lot of what witchcraft boils down to uh, in, in the end. Uh, but some of it can help with, with focus, with concentration, with, you know, inward reflection, guidance, and, and these sorts of things. Um, but I did not like when the lines of their education on witchcraft crossed into the paranormal yeah the ghost hunting yeah it was very much like back and forth back and forth i think i i I agree i would have enjoyed it more if it was just strictly a witchcraft journey them trying to discover where they fit in all of that or strictly a, a ghost hunting yeah if you're like me and my buddy are going to salem and they they got a little witchy maybe they got a reading you know whatever uh, and then they're like, but we're here to to, to hunt, go to to seek out the paranormal. Yep. Um, which they they did. They they went to some of our favorite spots. Yeah, they went to they hunted in Turner's Seafood. Yep. Which we just talked about yeah, Lyceum Hall, uh, which of course the land was was once owned by Bridget Bishop, and they did uh, bring her up as the possible specter there, which also always bothers me. Yeah, she's not going to be hanging out on the second floor of Lyceum Hall. Yeah, like, like oh, everyone always sees her at the top of the stairs of the building that was only built like 100 years ago because as we also just learned, that's not even the Lyceum Hall. Yep. And uh, then uh, Bunghole Liquors. Yeah. Now that one I am jealous of. They got to go down into the basement. And if y'all recall, or if you heard our Prohibition yes. live podcast episode uh it used to be a funeral home and it turned into a speakeasy during the prohibition era while they were still maintaining it as a funeral home Uh so embalming bodies next to the flasks of whiskey and uh out of all the places in town that would be probably at the top of my list for locations to to quote unquote ghost hunt uh they, they they got a little emotional down there which was fine although i got a little annoyed uh afterwards do you want to go ahead you're <laughs> setting yourself up here I, I am i am setting myself up, self up here um so her her friend so they were uh discussing what they felt and 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 whatnot and uh they were discussing how there might have they, they felt like there was a woman who might have uh died in childbirth or having passed away with an unborn child, these sorts of things. Um, and, and, and the women were, were very emotional about that situation. Like which, on the verge of tears, yeah. one of them was crying. Yeah. And then on the way, on the car ride back, uh, Gigi's like, yeah, it was emotional. She's like, but I'm also getting my period soon. So maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe. Jeff's like, you can't ghost hunt when you're starting your period. Well, if you're going. it would mess with the data. If you're, well, when it comes to ghost hunting, you, and this is when it comes to any scientific research, right? You should have uh, uh, replicatable uh, studies and, and, and data, and you should have a control, and you should have uh, the study, and, you know, et cetera, double blind. And when you're adding in these different factors, and when they're all standing down there and understand that, you know, your, your body's changing and hormones and all these things, but to then be like, I was feeling all these things. But also there's this other contributing factor that's going on with me. Um, I think detracts from that experience. Mm-hmm. No comment. <laughs> go back. Th- go go back. Do it. Do it every week. Go back week after and the week after that and see how you feel and if you experience the same things. That's also another thing that gets me about like, oh, we went for like four hours one night. You're like, you should be going every night. And repeating the study over and over. Like when they went to, um, they went out of Salem as well. They went to uh, this place in Gardner, 
uh, which I'm totally blanking on it. Yeah, some big mansion. Yeah, and it's it's supposedly very haunted. I have heard other uh, people say it's haunted. I know some people who do uh, casually ghost hunt who have been there, who have uh, experienced things. Uh, so, sure. But I would just like to see replicatable data. Like, if you, the same setup, the same camera, in the same place, over and over and over again. Does anyone do that? No. I feel like ghost hunting is always like, one and done. One and done. Right? And then yeah. you move on to the next place. Yeah. And that that's one of the things that bothers me about the the whole concept is because like from a scientific perspective, you're not even you're not even approaching the problem correctly. Mm-hmm. You know, you're expecting a an answer and you're like, but you're not even giving it the respect that any other if, if you want to be respected within the scientific imagine doing that with any other scientific research. You'd just be they're like, oh, we went to this house, and for 10 minutes, we sat in the basement floor, and I, I experienced this thing. I'm like, well, did you go back? Did you try to replicate the data? Were there other people there who tried to do the same thing you did? What? And if you oh, no. We, we just did it and called it a day. Like, well, I can tell you what. When we go ghost hunting, we're not going <laughs> to do it for 10 days, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you when my time of the month is either. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd say... A solid four out of 13. It, is, it was cool to see them around Salem. They're like, oh, they're on they're on Washington Street, and there's the Bewitched statue, and they're, oh, oh, the the friendship. Where the fuck did, sorry. Oh, that was so funny. Where, where what was that? So they did a couple panovers of the friendship um, at the beginning, at the middle, at the end, and one of, so... For anyone who's been to Salem within the last, I don't know, four years, five five years, uh, currently at this moment, if you go down to Derby Wharf and you look at the friendship, it's only half. Yeah. So I think the the, masks are like a third half ish. I think one third. I think the masks come in three parts. Okay. So there's the, 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 the solid big bottom bit and there's the, the middle bit and then like this thin top topper bit. And so the top two bits are missing on all the masks. So it looks like, eh, you know. It's just kind of like a dinky boat. But on one of the panovers, one of the shots, the friendship was magically put back together. All three masks, all full size. It hasn't looked like that in years. Must have been sunrise. I thought it was nighttime-ish. I was going to say sunset, but the sunset's behind the friendship. Sunset's behind Salem. Yes, but I think we were looking at the friendship with the harbor behind yeah, it. Yeah, so it would have been... Sunrise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was a sunrise shot of the friendship in all her glory, and we were both like... Did like a double take, like, wait a minute. It doesn't look like that. <laughs> like you didn't get it didn't that. look like that for the whole documentary. <laughs> you, I was like, where did you get that, that footage? That's from like at least five or six years ago, like at, at a minimum. It's like one of... it's. It's like when you catch something in a movie where they screw up, you know, like a a misstep. Yeah, that's how it felt. It was funny. But then there was Charter Street. uh, Yeah, they went through the cemetery. Bunghole, Turner's. Pentagram, Ascend. They hit a cop car. Oh, yeah, they grazed. (laughs) They sideswiped a cop car. Driving up to Pentagram. She's like, oh, no, we're not going to. So funny. Just hit a cop car. And I was like. At first, I was like, oh, my God, you put that? And, like, they must have taken care of it, right? Of it's course. Insurance. Yeah, yeah. Or, or watched the documentary and was like, oh, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chief Miller sitting in his office right now being like, uh-huh, okay. We're going we're gonna to get to the bottom of this Next one. Next time, Vanessa, you're yeah. in Salem. <laughs> Warrant out for. <laughs> They're going to hit and run. Yeah, yeah. Oh, too funny. But, but enter, I will say it was entertaining, and it if you've got a spare hour and a half, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. We enjoyed it. I, I and and it was definitely fun to watch it like together. If it had been here, like if I just put it on, I probably would have been like, meh. Yeah. But to be with someone else who's like, you can be like, oh, this, and then like roll your eyes at each yep. other and uh, be like, whatever. So it was it was fun. So again, if, if you are interested in seeing our reactions to the movie, head on over to Patreon. 
the Hocus Pocus tier and up will have access to that video probably relatively soon. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Cool, cool. So as you're listening, uh, you, you can all go go check that out. But otherwise... We'll be back with more history next week. Yeah, we've got we've got some good history coming your way. Lots of history and lots of fun guests coming up as well. Yes, yes. Maybe we'll get out on a boat soon. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. That's all I'll say. Taking to the high seas. Yes. Pirates we be. With rum. Eh, I don't like rum. Oh. I drank way too much rum when I was like... 18 <laughs> like you know captain morgan spice rum uh-huh Ugh, i just no, no. Yeah, i drank way too much cheap whiskey when i was mm. in high school yeah so i'm just like yeah yeah same yeah. so that's why i always order all my gin drinks because i like the yeah i'm a gin drinker as well oh, what's you, your drink of choice aviation you need to we need to go to uh the hollowed ground oh yes for those one last mo- one last little plug if you are in town or coming to town, the old Opus Underground is officially open. It is called Hollowed Ground, and it is a, what did you say, speakeasy vibe. You take the, you can go right through the restaurant, which is now, as we all know, called Dire Wolf. Nopus. You say Nopus? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I can't claim that one. Oh my I didn't make, gosh, that's Had I ever said that to you? No. Yeah. I'm going to call it that from now on. Uh, Nopus. Wow. But yes, the the bottom level, now hollowed ground, is officially open. They redid the bottom, so Uh it's got a new bar, new setup. Uh, The bar lights up a little bit, which is kind of cool. Little tip of the hat to our old bar. Yeah. I've been down there twice now, and each time I've just bumped into locals and friends. Cool. Uh, so that, that's that been pretty fun. Uh, but they have a great, uh, I think it's like your cozy club. What? What'd you used to get at? A clover club. Okay, sure. That's the one. Cozy club. Oh, sorry. That's a bar and bath. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but it has the, 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 the egg whites. Gotcha. So, which was which was good. We'll do that this week. I yes. haven't tried it yet. Uh, maybe. Next week. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. Well, on that note. Thanks for listening. See you later. <laughs>